Good evening, and welcome to Holy Moments. As I was preparing the reflection for this week, I was uh, out in my backyard doing some yard work, and I overdid it and tweaked my back. Well, that night as I was laying in bed, trying to lay in bed in pain, awake all night, I remembered uh, a few years ago when I had done the same thing. At that time, I was with a friend and we were doing some work. And uh, years ago, when I was first threw my back out, as I was lying on the ground in pain, my friend said to me, you know, you really should work on your core. Your core muscles aren't as strong as they need to be. And I can remember uh, responding with as much grace as I could at the moment. Remember, I was lying on the ground, writhing in pain. I said, you know, that information is not particularly helpful at this moment. And that's a moment that won't appear on my spiritual highlight reel, I'm, I'm sure. At any rate, uh, the events of that uh, moment years ago and this week have caused me to think about the whole idea of impermanence. And as you and I have been quarantined for weeks now because of the COVID-19 virus precautions, and many of us are wondering what's going to open up and when will it open up and will I be able to go here? Will I be able to go there? When will they get a vaccine? Will I have a job? Will my loved ones have a job? Where the, will there be financial security? Uh, will we get the virus? Is it going to be worse this coming fall? All of these uncertainties as they swirl around us have caused many of us, I think, to uh, really experience this idea of impermanence at a much deeper visceral level than maybe we have had to in our whole lives. So the question is, living in the reality of this impermanence, how should we live? What can we do? What, Where can we find wisdom to navigate the impermanence that you and I are living with day to day? Well, one of my favorite books is uh, a book by a Jewish rabbi named Rami Shapiro. I think he's really a Buddhist masquerading as a Jewish rabbi, but at any rate, he's, his profession is he is a Jewish rabbi, and he's written a book called The Way of Solomon, which is his sort of commentary on the book of Ecclesiastes, which is in the Old Testament of the Bible or the Hebrew Scriptures. And this is Shapiro's reading from the 12th chapter of Ecclesiastes, and this comes from Shapiro's book The Way of Solomon. And he writes, The whole of life is empty of permanence. There is no certainty, no surety, no salvation to lift you out of impermanence. There is only doing without reward, serving without payment, learning without knowing, rejoicing without reason, loving without controlling, walking without map and measure, to think otherwise is to pursue the wind, and vanity piles upon vanity as you seek to freeze that which is forever melting. And Shapiro concludes this chapter, the twelfth chapter of Ecclesiastes, with his rendition of these words. So when all is said and done, remember this. 
Open your mind to wonder, your heart to compassion, and your hand to justice, that you fashion a whole and holy world. I think that's good wisdom for us as we deal with the uncertainty of life and the impermanence of our health, our bodies, our economy, our country. There's a similar thought in the New Testament, uh, in the book of James. James is believed to have been the half-brother of Jesus. And in the book of James, in the New Testament, chapter 4, verse 14, James writes, Whereas you do not know about tomorrow, what is your life? You are mist, a vapor that appears for a short time and then disappears. So these two readings from the Bible help me to not take myself so seriously, to realize that everything is temporary and impermanent. There's no certainty in life. I would add, except for the one that maybe there is a God, and this God really does love you and me. So hopefully, this will help get us through this time. I'd like to conclude with a short prayer or a piece of a prayer that was attributed to the Archbishop Oscar Romero. Uh, He was Archbishop in El Salvador and murdered in March of 1980. And he writes, It helps now and then to step back and take a long view. The kingdom is not beyond our efforts. It's even beyond our vision. We accomplish in our lifetime only a tiny fraction of the magnificent enterprise that is God's work. Nothing we do is complete, which is a way of saying that the kingdom is always beyond us. No statement says all that could be said. No prayer fully expresses our faith. No confession brings perfection. No pastoral visit brings wholeness. No program accomplishes the church's mission. No set of goals and objectives includes everything. That is what we are about. We plant the seeds that one day will grow. We water seeds already planted, knowing that they hold future promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that produces far beyond our capabilities. We cannot do everything. And there's a sense of liberation in realizing that. And this enables us to do something and to do it very well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, and an opportunity for God's grace to enter and and do the rest. We may never see the end results, but that's the difference between the master builder and the worker. We're workers, not master builders, ministers, not messiahs. We're prophets of a future, not our own. May you have sweet dreams this evening. God bless you.